one, two, 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 two. <coughs> they call me that in broadcasting school. <coughs> T- testicles. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for checking out episode 17 of Scotch and Good Conversation. We are a weekly interview, hangout, excuse to drink with your friends podcast type thing. We sit down and uh, talk with uh, people we find interesting or friends and try to pick their brains and find out what makes them tick. If you're new to the podcast, thank you so much for listening. Uh, You can find all our past podcasts on scotchandgoodconversation.com. We're also on iTunes and Stitcher, and I uh, encourage you to go there. If uh, you like what you hear, uh, subscribe. That helps us a lot. And if you really like what you hear, uh, leave a review. If you don't like what you hear, don't ever listen again. Don't tell anybody. That would really make me happy. If you want to get involved, if you'd like to be a guest, uh, if you know somebody that we should interview, if you can think of an interesting question that I haven't asked before, uh, give us a call. We have a phone number. It is uh, 407-965-5557. I'm going to say it again. Uh, 407-965-5557. Give us a scream. I'd, I'd love that. You can also email us and leave a comment or something, anything, at uh, scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, same thing, Scotch and Good Conversation. Follow us and on Instagram, and there's a lot of pictures of my dog. Um, so follow us there. We might follow you back, probably not. Uh, I am super pleased to have uh, Mr. Eddie Fuller here. Hi. Yeah. How you doing there? <laughs> Should I get closer to the Magic 8 Ball? Or? No, no, no. Just hang out. You're, you're good. You can, okay. You can strum or whatever you want to do. Um, uh, uh, thank you for coming in. Oh, thank you for the invitation. You, you when uh, we, we came up with the idea initially, uh, you were high on our list because you've always consistently made me giggle somehow. You know, in my life, I've been on a lot of people's lists. <laughs> no, no, that, that's it. So, well, maybe not. Sometimes you were on my list when I worked for you, when you were my boss, but but that's it was okay. You always made me giggle. I was never your boss. I was more of your suggester. So, yeah, I think that's your style of management, suggesting. Um because I did care if you felt strongly about vacuuming. Or... <laughs> I, I, I'd like to think you still use that phrase. Oh, daily. Okay, good. Because that was, and I'm fairly certain that I picked up in the movie Arthur. Oh. Is there something you feel strongly about? And I still like about? to announce at work pee-pee time. Pee-pee time, yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, that, that's, I don't even, I, I said, I explained that to somebody a couple of days ago that when uh, sometime in my mid-twenties, I thought it was funny when I was in my, around my mother, just, just when I had to go to the bathroom, just go pee-pee time! And... Then I'd run out of the room and, and try to get her to come in and show that I didn't pee outside the toilet. I got to pee pee in the toilet, in the toilet. Uh, you were 25. I was probably 24 or 25, and I think I did it today. I think I ran to the bathroom screaming pee pee time with my hands over my head. So cool. some things just never change. But thank you for coming, oh. and thank you for bringing up the, uh, if it feels strongly about it. I'm not sure if I've, I've done that in a while. Uh, what we do, you've never listened, you said, so shame no. on you. It's okay. You don't have to listen. It's 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 really not. It's, it's, it's getting better. It's better than the first one. If you if you if you listen to them, don't listen to the first couple. Well, the first thing of anything is never any good. Yeah, because it's like pancakes. The first pancake you make is really well. Horrible. It tastes good. Well, unless mm, um, yeah, it's never right. But then the second one and thereafter, sex. Is better. Sex. The first time you do it is usually pretty good. You just it's not pretty good. You just with somebody pretty, or by yourself. Either way, it's True. still pretty good. It's yeah. still okay. Uh, um, the dog still looks at you funny. What? <laughs> what? Your in your case, the cat. What? What? Uh. We normally do is I try to figure out what my first memory is, of you is. And I, I, I sat down and I thought about Eddie and I both used to work at a place called Kinko's. And if you don't remember Kinko's, you're probably young. Kinko's was 
it's hard it's hard to explain if you didn't come from a generation that didn't have computers or fax machines or uh any of the things that we take for granted i, I have a computer to the right of me i have a computer on my lap and i have a cell phone in my pocket that's essentially a computer uh back in the late 80s early 90s we had none of these things in our home so there was one centralized location that you could go and have copies made or send an email or a fax or and it was called kinkos and i worked there from 1992 to uh new year's eve of 2001 i know that because they fired me on new year's eve of 2001 which is really tacky by the way around 2003 2004 you just sort of showed up in my store i don't it was i wouldn't call it my store I think you had been working at the Orange Blossom Trail store at some point. I could well, be wrong. Well, 2000 or... something. That, 2003. No, 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 no. 93 or 94. 93 or 94. I mean, yeah, 93 or 94, not, not 2003 or 2004. Yeah, I started at the Warner Park location before they moved, and okay. then I got fired. Okay, But see, they rehired see, me, and because, I went to go work downtown. Because I started at the downtown location, got transferred to the Winter Park location. So we just missed each other, mm -hmm. I think. And then when they moved to the location that they're in now in Winter Park, I think that's when you came over. Yes. And you just kind of showed up on the radar, and it was pretty... You're, you're a funny guy. You know this. You're, yeah. you're aware you're funny. You're, you're aware you're... I a, am, I'm amazing. A spectacle. I, I, I am a spectacle. I'm a big, <laughs> giant spectacle of uh, hair. <laughs> I, 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 and I, I, what we usually do is... Uh, that's my first memory of you, and I, I wrote down... Um, here's some things I remember. If, if you came to the counter looking to have photocopies made and Eddie was at the counter, uh, if it was something that he didn't want to copy, I never understood why he would do this, but occasionally you would just, if like, let's say I walked up the counter and I, I said, I'd like a hundred copies of my resume, resume, uh, you would look at it, scream and run away in terror and then just literally run out the back door and just gone for 25 minutes or it seemed like away it was probably less time than that but you would do that <laughs> you could just scream and run away because i could yeah because you could um or the other thing that that i wrote down is uh uh also uh, frequently it, you were you were my boss or my suggester as you put it and i somehow i just wound up as the in the greeter position so if you came in those two front doors there was two front doors so i had two different doors that i had to greet everybody and say welcome to kinko's and act like i really enjoyed my job and I, uh, I'm griping now that I have you on mic. I, I would be up there for what seemed like eight hours. And I like, Eddie, can I please go to lunch? Can I please go? And you would go, wah, 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 climb down off your cross. And then you'd run away. <laughs> um, so that's Eddie's style of management, which I love. <laughs> but then you started taking lunch at a certain time every day, so I knew that you were going to disappear without telling me. Well, that's because it was after you wah, got your wah, diet wah, coke. When I climbed down off your cross, cross. there's only so many times you can be told that, and then you just abandoned ship. Yeah, but I had yeah. your back when the lady said you yelled at her. I don't remember this really. Did yeah, some some ladies got with me and Chris said you yelled at her, and I'm like, Chris, how can he yell? He talks in monotone. <laughs> how do you yell in monotone? <laughs> I, I, uh, I had a. Remember the Gauguin tie I used to wear with the, the nudie ladies oh, yeah. on it? And some lady wrote a... a you a, made the... I, she, she, I, had a, <laughs> I had this Gauguin tie with Polynesian ladies, with topless Polynesian ladies. If you're, I'm not an art guy, but if you're familiar with Gauguin, you probably know these paintings. He wrote, he 
beautiful Polynesian topless women and at a time it probably shouldn't have been being worn in a corporate type situation. But it was it but, was a piece of art. Yeah, it was it, impressionism. It wasn't yeah. like blatant boobs. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the hustler. No. Uh, uh but it, it probably shouldn't have been worn, but Kinkos was mostly like musicians and artists and writers and people who were trying to get into computer programming at the time. And this or is people who wanted to make flyers for their bands. Yeah, pretty much. And it was founded by a hippie. Yeah, and, and me who just needed a job desperately and then decided, well, I can do this for a little while. Uh, so I had this Gauguin tie that I used to wear and someone complained and you were the assistant manager. I don't think you had any of this. Chris told me I couldn't wear it. So I took whiteout tape and made a little bikini for each of them and <laughs> wore that for a while. It was a stupid place to work. <laughs> it was, it was ridiculous. It was there were some there were some great people that you would find there, especially the old people in self serve, especially the one little lady that you were scared of. Yeah. This, yeah. Um, oh, well, she was the former president of the United Daughters of the Confederacy. I think I know who you're talking. She had the about little it. hunch to her. She's yeah, a yeah. little tiny lady. You were scared because she thought you were going to turn her into an. You, she would turn you into an elf. Or something. I remember that. I was afraid of her and said that I. It, I was afraid she turned me into an elf. I, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. I. I think she has since passed away. Oh. Because uh, I saw one I'm year sure I was in at a Southern. Yes. Heaven, where there's no people who she didn't like up there. And, well, they're probably serving her. Yeah. But. She's, she's a nice lady, yeah. but she was very, very nice and just very of a different time. Yeah. You can't put a our twenty five year old mindset onto a ninety year old woman. Winter so. Park, been here my whole life, lady. Probably. I don't really associate her much like Winter Park. Yeah, because she was before that. Oh, I think she's been around before Winter Park. Before so the eighteen hundreds, kind of like <laughs> you know Jurassic Park. I totally <laughs> forgot about complaining that I didn't want to help her because I was afraid she'd turn me into yes. an elf. That's a great excuse for getting out of things. Mm -hmm. I was a horrible employee. Uh, no, there was worse. There was, <laughs> um, so uh, I'm assuming that's your first memory of me, unless there was. Sometimes people say they saw me like in a bar. No, no, no. Okay, it was, so. I'm like thinking, oh damn, long hair, good hair, nice hair. Yeah, that, I would, no, you, you, Eddie, to this day still has an awesome, amazing head of hair and you've gone through a couple variations of it but it's always been consistently good my favorite was the captain morgan look if yes. you looked up captain morgan uh, who, who uh was born of wealthy wells parents but uh, a favorite uh, life uh, on the high seas no they weren't wealthy wells parents oh he used to be able to but do he, it but he, he, he <laughs> captain morgan had a couple beers today. Captain Morgan was a born of wealthy Welsh parents, but he gave it up for a life of high of swashbuckling in the high seas. He, oh god damn it, he favored a spicy life and a glass of his favorite rum, Captain Morgan spice rum. Anyway, um, Eddie looked a lot like Captain Morgan, and he wore uh, white creepers that like Ducky Dale had. Didn't you have white creepers at some point? They were Doc Martens. They were Docs, yeah. But they were pointy. It was yeah. very. I would never find them again. They're yeah. white and patent leather oh, did you cowboy creepers. Please tell me they're in the back of your closet someplace. No, they. Oh, I wear out the tops before you do the bottoms, and oh, I just couldn't find anybody that fix them right. Yeah, I've got a, I've got two pair of creepers now that I've, I've acquired in my travels. One's leopard skin and pointy nice. in the front, and the, the heels about that thick. Are they nanas? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And then I've got a, a pair of black and white uh, ones that I, that I, I wear when I have to get fancy. Fancy. But I, I usually try to wear the leopard skin ones. It's it's. One yeah. of the few advantages of doing what I do for a living is I can dress like a clown when I go to like fancy places. Same here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing now? Um, I work for a large format printing company. Okay. Is that fun? 
every day is different, and I get to listen to music all day, all and right. um, I can say whatever I feel. Okay, good, good, good. That, that, that seems appropriate. And it's three blocks from my house. So. That actually seems very good. Uh, what we do now is we do things in threes. We do threes for a little while. Um, these are three things I know about you, and they may be wrong. I could be wrong on these. Uh, you were wrong about two earlier. So. The, the first thing I know about you is you've been in bands pretty much your whole life. Yes. Okay. Um, I wrote down here that your current band is the Bell Towers, correct? Yes. And or Belt Owners, if it's Bell, a typo. Okay. Is it Bell Towers or Belt Owners? Bell Towers. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I, I thought I got it wrong. And they're sort of a garage rock, Buffalo kinda like, Springfield. Uh, kind of like if the birds came out now. I think I wrote the Hollies on here. Does that that's a compliment. Right? Okay. That's good uh, harmonies. Uh, okay. Harmonies. Um, 12-string electric guitar and my Rick, loud punk rock guitar. Rickenbacker kind of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I like it. I, I've never got to see, I think I have seen you guys play at least once at, at uh, Copper Rocket, probably. Could be. Or some variation. I've seen you play a number of times. I think the Bell Towers I've seen play once. You used to be, uh, by the way, the Bell Towers are playing in New Smyrna on the coast on the 30th. At the Ohm Bar? That the Ohm Bar. Um, Wonderful um, establishment. Ohm Bar. I get it. It's a play on words. Like I like um, it. Ohm Bar. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I like it. Uh, they have a Ganesh mural behind the stage. It's, I like New Smyrna. It's pretty chill out there. It's full bar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the 30th. Go see go see Eddie's band play. It's fun. Eddie, Eddie does uh, big P Townsend power chords. Yeah. <laughs> so I, 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 not, you can't, not a lot of people can pull the, the P Townsend power chords out off the big strumming thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got to go with that. When the ceiling per, ceiling level permits, I do do that. You're you're a tall cat, so I broke my finger doing that a couple times. I, I, I'm going to put a, a a link to uh, Eddie's. You guys, do you guys have a, a, like a real real website? Just a Facebook. Okay, page. I'm going to put a link to Eddie's Facebook page for the Bell Towers on our on our notes. So look it up and go check them out. And they they've got records. You got that records. Well, we have a CD CDs. out, and it's even available for download on iTunes. iTunes. Are mm -hmm. you on uh, the the Spotify? The kids like the Spotify. Uh, I think we're we're getting onto the Spotify. Okay, to get on the Spotify, and we uh, have two forty fives out. Right, move that a little closer to you a little bit. Uh, we have two forty fives out. One, that's much better. Yeah. Okay. I think one is sold out though. That's on Ooh. the hidden volume label out of Maryland from oh, yeah, yeah. Scott Suguchi's label from the Hate Bombs. Scott Suguchi is fun to say. Yes, it is. Yeah, that's his real name. That he wouldn't pay for it. Oh. <laughs> I wouldn't pay for Peter Von Taborski. And uh, I don't know. That's just Peter Von Taborski. Yeah, I guess it does. You can have your own song. Sounds Everybody like should a have their own jingle song. of some sort. You guys are playing with Rocket 88, which is an awesome band. Yes. And I didn't even realize they were still a thing. Oh, they're amazing. Are they, have they, did they stop playing for a little bit and they're playing again, or did um, I just miss everything? They're, they like, kind of come out, instead of just trying to play every week, which is hard to do, especially yeah. when you're like you know advancing in your years. Yeah, yeah. But they play when they feel like it, it or when it's time, or they want to get out of the house. I don't really know. I, I, <laughs> I, I, it, like, I call it mortgage rock. I, I see. I've, I've got a lot of friends in your, I, I, and I mean this as a compliment. Most ninety-eight percent of my friends are really talented. Who play music are incredibly talented musicians, but they've gone to the point they realize they're not going to be a thing. They're not going to make a living playing music, and I think that's when the good stuff really starts. You're just playing music because that's the stuff you like, not trying to court some label or, or you know you, you, you if you if you get a bar tab and 50 bucks in your pocket you probably walk around pretty stoked for the whole thing well right? it's like that that uh, that meme thing with a picture of a beat-up car mm -hmm. uh, the definition of a musician is someone who takes five thousand dollars worth of equipment into a five hundred dollar car and travels 50 miles and makes 20 bucks yeah yeah that, that's i've seen that that's, that's about right and that's that's 
unfortunately sums up a, a good chunk of my friends. But I, I still, when I can, will go travel out and see just about anybody. And I strongly suggest you, you guys go see the Bell Towers if you are in New Smyrna. New Smyrna is cool, too. It's a cool little mm-hmm. town. In Europe, uh, this place is on Flagler, which is a cool little strip of pretty much everything. And then you, at the end of the night, you can take a long romantic walk on the beach. beach. And pass some graphics that my company put in at oh, some other bar. Cool. There you go. Wow, you're plugging shit like crazy. Uh, used to play in one of my favorite little local bands. Little Bill was high on my list of favorite bands because A, he did a cover of uh, Daytime Friends and Nighttime Lovers, which is Charlie <laughs> Pride. Is that right? No, that's Kenny Rogers. Kenny, I, oh, I thought it was Charlie Pride. No. Oh. Bite the chicken again. Oh, I, Kenny Rogers is an underrated writer. Yes, he is. I've always said if uh, if I was in a band, uh, what's the song he No, that's Johnny Cash. Oh, um, uh, Ruby, Don't Bring Your Love to Town. Oh. It's a sad fucking song. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I had a gun, I'd put her in the ground. It breaks my heart. Yeah, he's, he's underrated. And and you didn't do How Soon Is Now by the Smiths. You did... Hippie you, Chick. By Soho. Yeah. You, you did, it's, what, what the fuck made you do that? That's, it's, That's just a great song. Yeah, it, and there's he, no denying a great song, and it's not much to it yeah, for us. It's it's basically the, the, the guitar loop from How Soon Is Now. Yeah. And just got a good bass and drum going, and you just get singing those very deep lyrics. And... <laughs> It's um, it's just a, it was just a great blast to play. We tried even working up Madonna's um, oh, one of her one of her hits. I can't remember. Yeah, I, I, I used to like, and I remember. Uh, Don't you weren't you were anyway. you weren't garage rock. I know you're on cassette or whatever it was at the time. You you called yourself Screen Porch Rock, right? Uh, yeah. Or Lanai Room, Lanai room. That's, that's, <laughs> Florida Room Rock and that, Roll. That sounds even fancier. Uh, um, so that's the first thing I know about you. Um, the second thing I know about you, and I know this is true too, uh, because we have this in common. You and I both worked everybody's dream job when you're younger. You worked at a record store. Oh yes. Yes, and, that, and I forget the name. It was over, off Edgewater, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, named after an REM record. Yes. Yes, it, it was a proper little cool record store. And when it was on Edgewater, it was even better. I didn't it know. Was it was, I never knew it was on Edgewater. I think it, it was, was after in a I got small here. building. Mm-hmm. Um, no parking, yeah. and actually, in we actually uh, advertised in the yellow pages where parking is a problem. <laughs> that was on our T-shirts and our bumper stickers. I like it. I like it. Yes. Make, making a negative a positive. Exactly. I like it. Yeah. And it was I, just all I, used stuff. Yeah. And you could walk in with a six pack, put it on the counter, grab yourself one, and go finger through the bins. I used to do that in the front of my car. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I I worked in a similar. We didn't actually. We were we try to be a little more corporate, but anytime you work in an independent record store, all anything corporate goes out the window. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I it, and I worked there for you worked there for a couple of years, right? Uh, for five years. Yeah, I, I know. I've seen pictures of you, and at the time, your almost infant son there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's sweet. I, I was almost going to put on here that you you were a father because I take this as a compliment. You don't seem like a dad. <laughs> my son will tell you different. Well, and and I I'm not because normally what I do, and it's not like I don't know you, and I know you pretty well. Uh, but uh, normally what I do is I'll stalk your Facebook page a little bit and try to figure out a little bit more something I don't know about you, and all those things are just shit I knew about you. But uh, he's what is he twenty twenty one? He's twenty six. That's well, oh, fucking a. <laughs> uh, plays. Let's see. His last band. He was living in Austin for several years. Oh, uh, that's cool. He was in a band called Prince. Sure, I like it. And 
on one of their tours, they would go up the East Coast, go up the West Coast, and then straight up the middle up to Canada. Uh -huh. But they played in Minneapolis at the club that Prince used to own. The 33rd Street? or Yeah, that, that's that the one. one that was in... Uh, Purple the, Rain. Purple Rain. And and they played there under called Prince the Band. That's... Wow. So did he pack the place? Um, and then everybody was incredibly disappointed. Not, I don't not that think your son's that not happened. talented, but I'm assuming he's not Prince. He's not. They're kind of like a hardcore kind of a descendant seven seconds kind of sound. Love it. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. A huge Trained seven him right. seconds fan. Yeah. I didn't realize you were seven seconds, dude. I got pictures of me. And I opened for seven seconds. Oh, I forgot about that. Was that with. Uh, uh, me and. Uh, what's his name? Uh, it's Kevin Seconds. I yeah, got a picture yeah. of me and him together. See that, that picture. Uh, Bottom into the right, right. your your right. Mm -hmm. That's a Kevin Seconds strong that I bought oh, from cool. Kevin Seconds. It's a teeny little piece of art I paid a whole lot of money from, but I'm kind of a. Actually, I think there's a right there. Yeah, there's something there. hanging on the walls here. Yeah, I'm a that that that, that was my. Uh, oh, he's my, a good writer. Nice guy. Yeah, he, he uh, seems like a pretty. I, he I, chugged orange juice. <laughs> Straight edge, man. Come on. Exactly. Come on. It was the best gig. We drank all the beer, and I think we played longer than they. Did. That, that's where, where was that? It was at the Beachin Theater. Oh wow, that's that's a pretty big room. Yeah, and we yeah. had like a mosh pit, and you know it was right before Christmas, and me and the drummer were like, "What do you want for Christmas?" <laughs> and I, I think he said like oh. he wanted a Samantha Fox coloring book. And, sure, she's pretty to look at. Well, back this is back then in yeah. the late eighties, and yeah. I just said, "I just hope Santa's not a skinhead." Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, this is this is number three thing I know about you, and I learned this. Uh, I knew this, but it was confirmed. After Kinko's fired me on Christmas Eve, uh, a New, a New Year's Eve, um, I'm not bitter. Uh, after Kinko's fired me on New Year's Eve, I'd come in and out of the store because I needed Kinko's like everybody else at the time. And you guys had little profiles of all the employees hanging on the wall. And and one of the things you, you wrote was, I'm a big kitty. Yes. Are you actually a big kitty? I am the big old kitty cat of love. Okay. okay. In fact, I answered the phone to my... Significant other, big giant kitty cat of love. Okay, I would expect nothing less from you. Good. Oh, uh, sure. Okay. Because Dee Dee and I talk about that you're a big kitty, and in a case I'll dangle my keys in front of her, or she'll dangle her keys in front of me. <laughs> um, now we do three, a couple more things in threes. And, uh, Shots? You'll figure out. Uh, no, not yet. Okay. Um, unless you want scotch, we can do that. No, I'm okay. not allowed to have scotch. Okay. Last time I seriously drank scotch, there was firearms involved. Oh, good. We, wait, there's no weapons here, so you'd have to bring your own. We'll have sarcasm. Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> Uh, top three bands, quick, go off the top of your head. <laughs> Teenage Fan Club, Ooh, Velvet Underground, oh. and let's wind things up with Lefty Frizzell. I don't even know what that is. What is that? It's I an old country artist that okay. I just pulled out of my ass. Okay, that's cool. So it's uh, I, it's your I, I like the Teenage Fan Club, uh, Velvet Underground. I, I I've never understood. Um, <clears throat> take. Things you like from each album, yeah, and, yeah. And it'll I mix, guess I, I think better. I need to. I think I need to sit down and listen to their records with an adult set of ears because I always wrote off bands real quickly, mm -hmm. and sometimes I'd go back and listen to them again with an adult set of ears. And I, I understand the art part, and I understand Lou Reed, and uh, I, I'm not a huge Lou Reed fan, but I, I get it. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I need to someday go back, but it, it just seems hard. It, it seems like complicated. I don't want to work There's, that hard. It's not that hard. Yeah, really? It's, it, what's also fun is listening to people's covers. Yeah, I guess of, I can get songs that. songs like that, yeah. too. Screaming Trees uh, did a great version of What Goes On. Uh, Rocky Erickson did did an incredible version of uh, Heroin. Yeah, that's like a nine-minute song. But he changed it to yeah. where, like, uh, where you feel like Jesus' son, like in the... Oh, uh, there you go. Yeah. The... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Taking ownership of the word. Uh -huh. But Rocky Erickson, being from Texas, 
I feel like Jesus, son. I like it. <laughs> so like it changes it. the whole. So like that, that type of inflection can just totally change a song for you. Top three books you read. Confederacy oh. of Dunces. Okay, that's, uh, well, wait a minute, that's um, uh, Mark Twain? No, that is no. Uh, John Kennedy O'Toole. I don't know who he is. Um, I thought it was Mark Twain. Oh, I have a collection of poems by um, Rimba. Oh, that I, that I like to look at every so often. Um, and... Wow, another book, another book, another book. Um... Oh, The Making of Star Trek. There we go. Is that a book? <laughs> it was in the 70s. All right. Really? I think it was one of the first books I ever stole from the library. <laughs> like it. <laughs> <laughs> because we used to steal from the library. Well, that's what it's there for. That <laughs> no, and for bums to go poop. That's the Columbia House <laughs> Record Club that you should steal from them. Maybe not the library, but... I have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and I think you probably know where we're going from your top three movies. Quick. Uh, Wizard of Oz. Okay. Let's go with uh, The Professional. Oh, I like that one. And Natalie Portman. Somehow it's it's weirdly. Yes, yeah, so yeah. you don't want to say it. No, I, I know, but because neither did Leon. Yeah, yeah. And let's go with Todd Browning's Freaks. That's uh, the hipster '80s film. No, no, it's a hipster That's '90s the, film. It's, no. I, I know it was on a T-shirt. Or... It ain't no hips, baby. Okay, All it's right. from uh, the late '30s, early '40s. Then I have no idea what this is. Todd Browning. I think he also did. Um, some of your classic horror movies. Okay. And this one actually used circus freaks of like the time. It. I like it's, it. Uh, it's 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 kind of damaging. A little disturbing. It's disturbing, especially yeah. it's like the the midget, the head midget was going to inherit some, a big wad of cash. Head midget is a funny thing. Oh yeah, say. yeah. <laughs> little dirty knees. But anyway, uh, <laughs> little dirty. Knees. Well, I guess he wouldn't. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, was gonna dear is most terrific. Anyway, the head midget was gonna win, inherit some money, and it's the funny every time. this one the trapeze artist said, "Ooh, I want some of that money action." So she pretended to fall in love with him, and her and the strong man were in cahoots oh. to poison the midget after seen... they get the money. And but I, this is I'm sorry, I but, interrupted. No, you're not gonna interrupt because I'm gonna finish this. Okay, power so through, cool. buddy. Because we I get the, we get the, to get some cool tie-ins here. Okay. Uh, so when they announced their engagement, I can't remember if they went through the marriage or not, mm-hmm. but she was at the dinner with all the freaks. Freak dinner. Freak dinner. And sure. you had a re- you had real circus freaks at the time, like the lady with no arms, no arms, and she, she ate and drank oh. with her feet. Oh, okay. So put her and face very attractive her. woman. Yeah. Um, you had the bearded lady. You had also, the real yeah. tall guy. Oh. Uh, you had some pinheads. Oh, classic pinheads. Beetlejuice. And... But the song they sang to welcome her into the groups, Gooba Gaba, Gooba Gaba, one of us, one of us, Gooba Gaba, Gooba Gaba, one of us, Gabba Gabba Hey. Okay, fair. I was gonna say, how come no one ties sam- right into the Ramones? How, how come no one sampled this? I was thinking if I was hip hop boy, I would just loop that. Oh, and, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. But so they figure out what was going on, and so on a on a dark and stormy night. Whoops. The Whoa. I'm sorry, I got Everybody tie-ins does with that. hands. No, I understand. Oh, Great. cool. I like it. Um, you, know, you got lightning going in the yeah. dark, and you got the freaks coming after her. Oh, I like this. And is I'm not going to tell you the ending. It's black and white. Oh, yeah. I see, I might have to check this out. I, I'm not, like, American Horror Story, have you watched that? Yes. The first episode was good, and then they did that episode, which was freaks, like the second one, is that, or was that the third one? I think that was the, the one before last, the one before the present one now. That was at the circus. I guess it took place in Jupiter, Florida. I know that. Yes. Well, Gibsonton, which is near Jupiter. Yeah. Well, no. 
Gibson Center no, is on, on the, the other coast. It's on the yeah, west coast. Yeah, on the west on the coast. East coast. Um, that's where a lot of circus freaks retired. Uh, I'd go there in the early '80s, uh -huh. and just so the drive-through boy. Well, that's where he lived. Yeah, and he a bunch you of would people, see. He? Well, this is no. He, his son killed him. Dick. Yeah, yeah. He, the guy was really abusive. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, slap a lobster. Uh, we're uh, you. You were assigned a task to bring me three questions, and this is three where, questions. This is where you ask me your first question, please, sir. Okay. When do you think <clears throat> men's fashion took a downturn? Um, I mean, I, for someone who sells fashion, I, I only know like a teeny bit, but there's tons in, in into it. Um, the 70s were particularly horrible, mm -hmm. but I love 70s fashion. The, the big lapels. Oh, butterfly and, collars. And the giant mm -hmm. bow ties, and everything was exaggerated and just ridiculous and, and made to, uh, what's the peacocking, I think is the word. Mm -hmm. I, like, like serious, some serious peacocking. Look at me. That's pretty horrible but wonderful at the same time. Uh, I know there was... And I've, I've done, I mean, like I said, I try to read, but I'm, I'm not the smartest dude in the world, so nothing stays in my head. Uh, there was a time in the 1800s when guys wore these, uh, like, cod pieces, mm -hmm. and literally your unit was sticking out, like, talking about peacocking. A representation of yeah. your unit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, talking about peacocking. I think that might have been a thing. Um, I, wore, I wore parachute pants in the, in the 80s, like 1982, 83. That's probably pretty horrible. But I wore like skin tight parachute pants because I thought they looked like Jim Morrison's leather pants. So I kind of feel like I get a pass. Um, that's pretty horrible. The 90s were particularly bad when everybody had those big giant jeans that were really wide at the bottom and <sighs> the chains and the jeans were always covered in mud and you had like a yeah. like an insane clown posse t-shirt on and an eyeliner and not everybody. Like, I think that all died with Woodstock too. Yeah, I, I think, well, Limp Bizkit had a lot to do with killing everything well anything that was good mm -hmm. about the 90s and i'm not a huge 90s fan i i rage against the machine is probably the most interesting thing that came out of the 90s for me so i i don't have a clear-cut answer but I, I gave you some definite dates i think so hopefully that that'll do yeah, I, I had a conversation with that with a friend who, yeah you know a bit older than me yeah and <clears throat> he he his idea was when the rolling stones refused to wear a tie i like it and how it just crested after that, like where young men stopped wearing ties. Kennedy killed the hats. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna bring it up. If you look, there's an interesting photograph of, uh, you were saying, and I'm sorry, I interrupted, but uh, Kennedy. Uh, if you look at the photograph, it's it's from up high, and Kennedy is the only one not wearing a hat. Mm -hmm. And I read within months, hats were killed, the yeah. doors and whatever else was going on. Uh, yeah, fashion's a fickle thing. It's fickle, and I. Personally, I, I love... Fashion is fun. Yeah, yeah. It's, and I'm a bit of a clothes horse here and there. Yeah, yeah. But I like wearing a FUBU jacket with a Panhandle Slim Western shirt. I like it. I just... The cross-pollinate stuff, because life's too short for ugly, I, wear I, ugly clothes. I, I was about to say, usually when, when I do pop-up with my company, uh, I'll, I'll tell people life is too short to wear boring clothing. Mm -hmm. And also, just wear what speaks to you. Even when, when I, I was in sales and I sold furniture... Uh, I would tell people I have everything to gain by selling you a room full of furniture because I make more money. What I'd like you to do is buy one or two quality pieces that really speak to you and then build around those pieces. And it's the same thing with fashion. If you if you buy a blazer and then build an outfit around that blazer that and it's just what 
you like and not trying to concern yourself with what society says is cool or whatever, mm-hmm. you're going to look like you think you're cool and that's going to come off in your attitude and your strut and you know, your, your, it's, it's going to, it's going to show as, as you are a person and, and good for clothes you. makes you, demand. You dress cool, dude. You, you dress mm-hmm. like Eddie and you always have, like yeah. I said, you, in 92 or 93, I remember one of the first things I remember seeing about you was you had those white, like, uh, they weren't, you said they weren't creepers, they were dogs. Dogs. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for you. Right. Second, second question. You ready? No, 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 no. Oh. I'm going to ask you some questions now. See, this oh. where we throw you off. Oh wow. Let me see. Uh, uh, what I have you down as uh, Steve. I don't know why. Oh, because that's the last guy I interviewed. Okay. Um, do you have any New Year's resolutions? Because it's uh, what is it, the eighth? Do you do those? Do you know? Uh, no. I'm gonna make a promise to myself. It's yeah. not. I don't. I don't need a holiday for it. It's like it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, you know, it's don't believe in that. All right. Why? Why say something? You, you know, and if you fail it, everybody knows that you failed at it. Or, you know, or by March, nobody really gives a rat's ass. Yeah, I, I, I normally don't either. In a couple years, you know how much I love Diet Coke. Remember the big gold cups oh, yeah. all over the place. A couple years ago, I told myself I'd stop drinking Diet Coke, and it didn't stick. And then a year later, I did it, and it didn't stick. And it's been about uh, two and a half, three years, about three years since I. It's I, hard to get that. Get yeah. that Coca Cola monkey off your back. Well, you, yeah. I mean, you grew up in a, kind of the same generation I did. And oh yeah, yeah. So you remember when Diet Coke came out, and they were they, it was the way to get girls and build muscles and be cool, and it was the taste of the new generation. And I, it promised I, me I, a new dad. I, 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 <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Now I'm sad. You brought everything down. Uh, I, I, I really glommed onto that. Like I can drink as much as I want, and not, not ever, ever, ever get fat. And uh, when I stopped drinking Diet Coke, I lost like. 10 pounds because I drink a Diet Coke and I'd have a hot dog and I'd drink a Diet Coke and have a candy bar and I'd drink a Diet Coke and uh, or even just a soda is bad for you yeah well it's it's um, question number two that was short I was expecting you to have more um, that, that's okay there's no right no, there's no writer we, okay. we're a judgment free zone get better get better at this and the next one I'll come over there and bitch slap you um, this is my world son you would let me know uh 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 I stole this from a, a uh, Instagram called uh, what is it? Uh, Peeps of Orlando, and there there's a People of New York Instagram. I think this. Oh, right. I thought you were talking about like Easter candy. No, 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 not not Peeps of Orlando. That'd be interesting. They have those at Wawa now. Oh, really? Because <laughs> yeah. it's almost March. I know. Yeah, that's it's ridiculous. They got rid of Charleston shoes. Anyway. Oh, what? Oh, Charleston? Are they gone? Uh, they used to sell them at Wawa when they first opened. Yeah, and now well, you can't. But I, I want to find them. Gone, gone. No. Charles, I'm not taking my penis out. I'm taking my phone out. Yeah, either way, I'm not going to answer it. <laughs> okay. I invited you over. I gave you a beer. Unlisted I brought, you, I brought you in a room. Uh, uh, question number two, and I stole this from uh, uh, Peeps of, of Orlando on Instagram. What are three things you're thankful for? Sub-question, if you have to give up one of them, which one would it be? Oh. Okay, I'm thankful for my job. Mm-hmm. I can give that up. Uh, see that some, I asked this to somebody else recently, and they said you shouldn't get put the sub question in. And I caught myself going, "Damn it! Why did I do that?" You so, should, yeah, you shouldn't tell me about the sub. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So pretend I didn't say that. What? What? All right. Okay. Uh, well, I, uh, thank you for a lot of things because that you know once we once as a society we forgot being thankful, you know we we sit there with our hand out. Yeah, yeah. And usually, if we're not looking at our phone, you know, we're doing something on like you know GoFundMe. Yeah. You know, I, 
and if it's not a catastrophic illness, you know, I, I really don't like those things. But um, I try to be thankful about everything you're, that I have. You're a pretty positive cat for the most part. You gotta be, because yeah. it's it's what you make of it. It's your life. Absolutely. It's, nobody has any control over you but you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen you sad. One of my favorite memories of you was uh, uh, there was a hurricane coming through town, and we had no power at Ginkgo's, but for some reason we needed to be open. Yeah. Which I don't understand. Uh, and you brought your mandolin in, and we just you 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 smoked a pipe outside, and it was <laughs> pouring out. And you strummed your mandolin, and and it wasn't dark, but the whole store was dark. And I do remember uh, some lady came in to pick up like a fax she was expecting, <laughs> and I, I, I excuse me, uh, I've never seen you blow your top except for this lady wanted her fax because someone up north had faxed her. And you were like, lady, we have no power. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember you moving your arms around going, it's a hurricane. It's like nothing's around. Nothing's working. I don't Look, even, I don't no even, light. I don't even know why we're open. You know, it's just, I don't even have a shadow. It's so fucking dark in this place. Yeah, I, I, I do remember that. And you, you, That's the only time I ever remember seeing you upset or angry. Or, and you weren't angry. I think you just realized how ridiculous this person was. Yes, yeah. we had a lot of those in Warner Park. Yeah, we do, especially at Kinko's. Um, and I lost my place. I'm so bad at podcasting. Uh, so, if you did, you have a third thing that you were thankful for? Well, I'm thankful for pretty much everything me, that I have. I'm me. I'm very thankful for you. Peter. Okay, good. I, it's you're one of the few people I love running into. Okay, good. It's Thanks never a, if I see you, I'm like, oh, fuck, there's Peter. Let me just, I'll just go around here. <laughs> it's like, ah, dude, this is a good five minutes. Yeah, yeah, Try over it, and we're ten minutes later, we're done talking. Usually, I have a dog with me, and those are cute. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Anywhere we run into, it's always fun. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. you have the same birth b- birthday as my sister, okay, who is one of the most greatest human beings I know, okay, and my ex-wife Paige. Paige, yeah, yeah, and I think two other people I know have that same uh, birthday. Joe Jackson, really? Joe Jackson. Well, look sharp. And uh, um, 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 Michael Douglas, the talk show host. Oh. And uh, uh, what's the what's the Nazi band? Uh, screwdriver, screwdriver, screwdriver. Okay. Uh, lead singer him. Uh, really? Nazi band. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really proud of that part, but. Well, I share one with Dan Quayle, so. Oh, God. Well, I know. Dan's okay. He's not, he could I, take a punch. I, I feel like he's <laughs> just kind of an innocent moron. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Question number three. What's the best money you've ever spent? My 1994 Gretsch Country Gentleman. It is the best guitar I ever owned. From right out of buying it used, uh-huh. it became a part of me. Oh. And it's the guitar I've owned the longest in my life. Yeah. And it's, at one time I owned about 10, 12 guitars. I have two electrics and one acoustic now, and that Gretsch is like everything I need. Good. That's kind of cool. It's, yeah, it's like when you find the right person in your life. And and you know that very well. Yeah, I think so. I, and I'm pretty lucky. You, yeah, you, yeah, you are. <laughs> Who thought you saw that coming, right? Yeah. <laughs> I met her at Kinko's. That's the only positive thing for the most part. I mean, I got a couple friends. Yeah. Got a couple people around, uh, but uh, I uh, who saw me coming out of Kinko's with yeah. with something positive. That that's good. Well, that, we felt strongly about it. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember her coming in the store, man, and uh, uh, Sue DiBrizio. She's like, my nephew's girlfriend's coming in. Don't touch her. Don't talk to her. Don't look at her. And 
and I you tried, did all those things. I, I tried my best repeatedly. Not to. She used to wear these long skirts with these big clunky '90s heels, and, uh, and then she wear this little short uh, Scottish kilt type thing. And I just, I, oh my god! And then, uh, long story short, she wound up living with me. And the rest is history. So I, I win. That's beautiful, man. <laughs> I, I, I win. I, I, uh, and I still love Sue. She gave my wedding. And, and uh, you know, I, uh, uh, oh, oh, your second question. We're going through oh, this shit. Yeah. When was the last time you switched to Glide? Are you making a king? So you know it, baby. Nothing matters but the weekend, weekend from a Tuesday, Tuesday point of view. view. <laughs> you know what's funny? is uh, I love that record. Have you listened to that record in a while? Yes, I have on YouTube, and it's just like, it's great. I, I post it on Facebook every day. When, when I was in high school, uh, Anti-Hero Man might have been my theme song. Everybody thinks I'm an asshole. Uh, <laughs> everybody thinks I'm an asshole. Because I'm moving, I'm moving, you're standing still, and you think I got a problem because I'm hungry and I can't get my fill. The chorus is, life's too short for trivia, there is no time to waste. I do things deliberately and meet them face to face. I see people digging it and making all these plans I just run and jump around I'm anti-hero man and I just I just love that I, it's it stuck with you all these years yeah, I mean, I just, I, it, it's been a while since I thought about the kings are here oh yeah and, and those guys I mean they, they wrote the definitive Friday afternoon drive home song Mm-hmm. I, I'd love to think they're doing okay. I, I hope. I they would are. like. I think Canada really takes care of their own. Because do you think Donny Iris still has a career? And um, uh, what, what, what's Iris, his name? Uh, love can rock you. Is that the song? I think so. And love also is like Aaliyah. a rock. Yeah, yeah, Aaliyah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and love is like a rock. Yeah. Uh, also, what's his name? Um, Kim. Might as well go for soda. I have no idea what you're talking oh, about. Oh, that's a great song. You, yeah. You, when you heard it, you were like, oh yeah, yeah that crap. But they also gave us Lover Boy. And we gave it back. Yeah, and uh, uh, Justin Bieber and Celine Dion. Yeah. And there's never an excuse for Oh, well, they gave us Neil Young. Would that count? That could discredit well, two or three of Paul Schaefer. Others. They gave us Paul Schaefer. Mm-hmm. I, I he love, played with the Blues Brothers band. I love me some Paul Schaefer. Can you even imagine being Paul Schaefer? I mean, you're a music guy. Can you imagine the All caliber the people. of people that he's played with? Oh, yeah. He's played with everybody who's important and a lot of people who aren't important but still kind of cool. Uh, he was in Spinal Tap. That's true. Yeah, um, they, uh, they gave us Brian Adams. That's uh, there's some parts here and there were good. Yeah. Rush, they gave us Rush. Are you a Rush guy? Oh yeah, so ever yeah. since uh, I was your weight. I I uh, <laughs> I've got like I said I've got musician friends, and most of them are kind of like little punk rock kids, punk rock kids in their 30s, early 40s <laughs> now. But I mean they grew up in a time when, and uh, one of them, my, my good friend John Fortson, who we've dubbed the guy who who name checked the most on Scott's a Good Conversation. He says uh, he would appreciate Rush, but they're they're uh, as he puts it. I know a lot of notes. I know too many notes. <laughs> uh, but those guys are so down to earth. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, Getty Lee and the guitar player Alex. They're Alex like likes friends. Him. They're yeah. friends since like junior high. Yeah, yeah. And, and Neil Peart. I mean, lyrics was yeah. you know that guy. You can't you can't touch. Subdivisions was about me growing up in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the concert halls, in the in the shopping malls, in the concert halls, be cool or be cast out. That that's it's, that's um, everything that that I felt like. In you know, I, I love the fact that they would come down through Florida to watch the Toronto Blue Jays. They would set up a tour <laughs> to come through Florida when the Toronto Blue Jays were in spring training. Yeah, and they would redo their concert shirts and sell all the stuff that they didn't sell on the I last big tour. Have you? Neil Pert writes travel books, and if you like travel books, he, he writes great travel books. Well, they're good, but they're sad because 
one of the besides touring the, the entire world uh i forget it was probably early late 90s early 2000s his daughter was killed by a, a drunk driver and within about like a couple months his wife died of cancer mm -hmm. and then he would just literally rush with well after he, he he said i'm done i ain't touring i can't do this anymore and then finally when he got back in the rush they would get hop on a plane or a bus and he would just drive on a motorcycle, motorcycle. Up behind yeah. them and he's written a bunch of travel books that are amazing. He's brilliant, and, mm -hmm. and uh, I think those—that's one of those bands that even my 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 friends who don't like them, at some point they're going to like them. Everything's got an unnecessary guitar solo, though, and I'm not wild. Most guitar solos are unnecessary. I was going to say I... you're, you're a guitarist, so it, well, it, I hate guitar solos. Yeah, but an eight-minute guitar solo well, in the middle of everything is, is a, a thirty-second little... guitar solo. But we. We stole this from Tom Petty when we're working on songs in, in the band is don't bore us, get to the chorus. I, I like it. I like and it, And if yeah. it's over three minutes yeah. or over four minutes, we start hatcheting. What, okay, what's, what are we overdoing here? What are we overselling? You know, it's, you don't need to. But you also grew up during a time when, I mean, you, you were in the punk rock thing when songs were 40 seconds, you know, a, hundred, mm -hmm. a minute, minute 20. I thought you were going to bring up, like, well, you grew up at a time when songs were nine minutes long. <laughs> no, well, not. son, that's why we invented the punk rock. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's, it's like I, Angry Samoans. There's a, what's, what's the song? Uh, I forget the name. It's, I think it's called I Hate Everything, and it's got like nine words in it. Um, yeah, short songs like that. Oh, yeah. Like uh, one of my favorites uh, was uh, John Truby and the Ugly Janitors of America. <laughs> That's not a thing. You're yes, it is. They way. had a great song. Um, oh, on their album called "The Communists Are Coming to Kill Us." Of course. Um, he would call up. This is before the oh the Jerky Boys and all this. So the the just, phone uh, people. Yeah, yeah, would, I remember. Yeah. He would make these calls and he would record them and he'd say he'd call up like, "Bring, bring, little late answers." Yeah. He goes, "Hello, ma'am. Uh, my name is John Truby and I'm a poet. May I tr read you one of my poems?" And she'd be like, well, okay, I like poetry. Sure. And he'd read his poem, The Everlasting Dildo of Life. <laughs> the removal of all internal strife. May I insert this dildo in your wife? <laughs> it rhymed. It was very nice. What's a dildo? <laughs> <laughs> but what? his beautiful thing that he did. But not the poetry. Without the poetry, yeah, this is, okay. well, this is a. So I thought that was the beautiful thing. Do you remember like the back of like Rolling Stone magazine yeah, and all those? Yeah, it's uh, where you could order Doc Martens when you lived in a redneck town. Exactly, yeah. uh, trash and vaudeville. No, no. Um, there was like put your poems to music. Sure. He saw that and he's like, "Oh, I got to do something with this." So he wrote the most offensive thing he could think of, and. Sent it off, and this is like I let our professional Nashville musicians and singers put your poems to music. And a month later, he gets this uh, floppy disk, a flop, not, not a computer floppy disk, an yeah. acetate. Sure, uh, big big ass thing. Yeah, and it said, and it, it was his song. And they changed the lyric because of the title. It was supposed to be uh, Stevie Wonder's penis. <laughs> so they changed it to a blind man's penis, and so you got this. Country song music in the back, that that basic you know uh, yeah, yeah, GCD yeah. kind sure. of thing, and it's like, I got high last night on LSD, <laughs> vomit on me, baby, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> A blind man's penis is hard because he's blind. Vomit on me, baby, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> and he put that on his record. Okay. Now, a couple of years ago, I think it's still on Netflix. There was like this 
uh, people would they interviewed all these people who did these sessions for uh-huh. this company who did those records yeah. and the guy remembered that song <laughs> was this um um the pe- same people who did uh like pet sounds and shit like that it wasn't those people though that, that, that no. yeah. what's oh, the cutting crew or what no no, no not the yeah. wrecking crew not the, the wrecking crew, crew. Yeah. no 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 this is some little national the cutting crew wrote, uh did i just died in your arms last night let's that, not take that well that yeah. canadian also i think they've been canadian actually <laughs> now you think about it the wrecking crew they were wrecking proper crew. band cutting crew maybe not so yes. much Two Live Crew, also kind right. of right in the middle of not a band and a band. Uh, um, I like I like Two Live Crew. It's, 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 I, it, he, here's here's a, the, the point where actually I'm going to do a commercial. If you want to pick up your man your uh, your thing and just kind of strum. Oh, yeah, it's a ukulele. Eddie's a, a, an amazingly talented musician, and he uh, he I love this. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Bama Bama Vintage. Bama Pepe Vintage is an online clothing store specializing in vintage menswear ranging from the 1930s to the 1980s. Uh, suits, ties, shirts, um, shoes, just about anything that they can find that's uh, vintage and styling. Stylish, also. The great part about this is it, I can't mess up because you're playing and normally I can edit and make myself sound smarter than I am, but... Um, <laughs> can you do it for me too? <laughs> no, no, no. You're smart. Uh, right now, Bam Bam Vintage is uh, is offering a 15% discount on, on their online store uh, to listeners. <laughs> Use the discount code SCOTCH at checkout. Love this. Uh, you can also check us out, uh, check us out their uh, their vintage fence or Cook and Dapper near downtown Orlando. Cook and Dapper is a gentleman's store specializing ah, specializing in American-made uh, menswear, grooming supplies, and Bama Pama is proud to uh, have a vintage section there. Stop by and uh, check their place out. There's probably really not much ukulele music there. Uh, they're located at 1219 North Orange Avenue. Keep playing. I'm not done. That's all I know. <laughs> Just start again. Uh, uh, they're, they're located at 1219 North Orange Avenue in Orlando, right next to Tim's Weimart, which is really awesome. Uh, across from uh, Lake Ivanhoe, which is also really awesome. If you go in there, mention that you heard about them uh, from Eddie's Ukulele and Scotch and Good Conversation. I'm going to spell out the name of the company now. It's Bama Pama. B-A-M-A. P-A-N-A. Vintage.com. Whoops, not .com. <laughs> it's not .com at all. Any, anyway, well, that's that's our commercial for Bama Pama Vintage. That, that was my favorite thing I've done on this podcast so far. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Uh, um, uh, thank you. Eddie's amazing. Uh, I'm going to ask you a couple more questions. <laughs> All right. Um, right now, uh, it, out of 100 random people, where would you rank yourself in terms of intelligence? Random people? Um, well, depends where I'm at. Where would I be at? If I was at Flea World, I would say, hey, I'm the smartest person in the room. <laughs> if I was at Kennedy Space Center, I would probably put myself anywhere, you know, the top uh, 30, 50, 30%. You're or... walking through Fancy Town near my house at Baldwin Park. Baldwin Park. Oh. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait to offend my neighbors. Yes. Well, this, is, this isn't Baldwin Park. Though. No, we're in Audubon Park. This is Audubon Park. Park yeah, this, but, is, but this is pretty sweet over we're, here. We're, uh, we can see Fancy Town. We call it Fancy Town. Yeah, 
Um, let's put myself. I, I I kind of put myself right in the middle there. I'm you know high school graduate. So I think and, you, uh, I think you're holding back, aren't you? Well, you never yeah. you know you got to know when to hold them and know when to, to show them and something. When to walk away and when to run. Yeah. Did you go to college? To college at all? No. No. You ever no. think about it? Um, well, I loved uh, Animal House. <laughs> you had your son pretty early, right? You were like uh, uh, 25. Twenty five. Oh, see, I thought he was. I thought you were younger than that. Wow. Now, now the coolest time. Yeah. Um, us going out and drinking when he was 25 and I turned 50. Oh, wow, that's cool. That was fun. Also, the first uh, shot in the Guinness we had together. That, that was great when he turned really 21. Cool. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, uh, what's his name? Dylan? Dylan. Yeah, uh, that's, he named him after the kid from Beverly Hills 90210, right? Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. Well, that's his real daddy. <laughs> sure. But... <laughs> uh, no, I think I, I think I met him, I was at Kinko, so that had to be, I think it was pre Didi. Mm-hmm. So it had to be ninety four. That's hard to say when you've been drinking, right? Pre Didi, pre Didi, It's funny because I, I think of my life now as pre Didi and after Didi, which is always better than pre Didi. Well, that's why I always tell whoever I'm with, you know, remember the dark ages before you met me. Before you met me, when I had nothing. When you had nothing. Yeah, but it's the truth with Didi and I. So yeah, yeah. Um, so you're right in the middle. I think I think you're yeah, I think you're you're holding back. I think you're a little smarter. Well, I can't do what you just did and made that up. And you've only been playing the ukulele for like three days, right? Uh, well, a couple weeks. Oh, ish. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, some of us and I talk about this a lot on the podcast. I, I would love to play an instrument, but somewhere between here and here, it just gets lost. It just flies out. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, um, and that's that's why people become DJs is because any monkey can smash records into each other. It's pretty easy. Beat mixing is a little bit different. Uh, mixing because, or actually yeah. you know, keeping people's attention when you're playing records. Yeah, I mean that, that, but that's that's just the knowledge of music. Yeah. You can. You play Animal House and, and Conga and uh, Hot 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 three times in a row and fill a dance floor. That's pretty simple. Buster Poindexter. I was watching some New York Dolls the other day and I was just like, and he went and did that. <laughs> I, I like Buster Poindexter. Yeah, I admire I made a lot know. of money playing Hot Hot Hot. I, I did oh, okay. Uh, I hope he did well with it. You, you know what else I like him in is uh, Scrooged. Yes. Yeah. Tie up cab driver. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Um, question number five to you, young man. Uh, what is your greatest achievement to date? My son. Oh, that's a sweet answer. I was hoping you'd say that. Yeah. Yeah. And he, uh, how long, how often do you see young Dylan? Uh, a couple times a year. That's he lives good. up in Atlanta now. He's got a person in his life. Yes, he does. Okay. She's really cool. Good. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I don't, I don't press her about like, what are you doing with your life? What are you doing? And all that. That's why we get along so well. You're a cool dad. Do you get along with baby mama? Well, there's no baby involved. Okay. Well. Uh, oh, wait, you mean baby yeah. mama? Uh, my ex-wife? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but we're married, so it's not baby mama. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, it's it's what I call. That's kind of derogatory. I'm sorry, I'm a terrible yeah, person. Yeah. You know that. Come on, you get along with uh, Dylan, Dylan's mom. Yeah, when I have to see her. Okay. Yeah, we we you know it's we get we Has get it along. always yes. been that way. Um, tolerable. We would get along very well. Oh, that's that's see that's the adult thing to do. Yeah, for you guys. Well, we decided you know why why you know why screw up each other and take this kid along with us. Yeah. Let's just separate and make this kid. Yeah. You know, see, I I I the reason I ask is I didn't know you had a son for years. And it, oh, I was like, holy shit, Eddie's got a son. He dresses cool. He seems okay. He's got Captain Morgan's hair. He's <laughs> annoying when I want to go to lunch, but he, he seems like he's, he's, like, he's all right. That guy. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, having, like, it, it's interesting. We, we, we talk about this a lot in the podcast, too, is the disconnect people. I think you're two years older than I am, I think. I'm 51. Oh, so you're three years older than I am. Uh, Actually, I'll be 53. Too, next we kind of lost our friends for a little while and kind of got back to our friends. So it, it's like I didn't like I I knew Dylan as a little kid, 
and then we kind of kind of hooked up on Facebook a couple of years ago and like he's a he's an effing adult he's like tall and skinny and has hair and doing <laughs> things with his life last time I saw him he was like literally I think he I think a kid he yeah. might have been like four or three or something so that's that's very strange and it's hard for me to wrap I don't have kids so it's hard for me to wrap my head around kids anyway uh it's very strange I, I don't I don't understand anything uh um uh, question number uh, oh, oh no 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 number th- I'm really bad at podcasting ongoing theme hashtag hashtag I'm really bad at podcasting hashtag <laughs> stop pointing um I, this is your third and final question to me please up uh, who the king um, of the whole wide world, world. <laughs> wow did you know I was going to say that or have I, have I made that reference to you we, we, we had this conversation okay. years and years yeah, ago and uh, I thought it was one of the best DJ stories I, I um Long, super duper long time ago, I, I was DJing in a teenage nightclub, which is way more fun than it sounds. And I, I decided I was going to be Dick Clark and make up a, a, uh, a dance. So I got some of the, the, the kids, the, the kids in the, who hung out at the teenage nightclub who were there all the time. And I said, I'll tell you what, I can get you in for, uh, you know, for free a couple nights in a row if you just... Whenever I play this song by Cheap Trick off the, uh, what album is that on? All Shook Up? All Shook Up, that sounds right. Off All Shook Up, which is basically like this kind of jungle. Oh, that's a great noise, Sorry. right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Stop, don't touch it. Stop. It's kind of like life affirming. Uh, um, it's just basically drums and just uh, who be king of the whole wide world? We be king of the whole wide world. And I taught them a little dance off the top of my head and it became a thing. Like it, it I would, I would play this song in the middle of the night and 150 kids would do this and I I often wonder about those children if I had a, a weird positive effect on their maybe life. they taught their kids to do the dance I like I, I, and what's uh you ever see the movie can't buy me love with uh Patrick Swayze not Patrick Swayze Patrick Dempsey he's Dr. McDreamy on some horrible I have no idea what that is I, I had a funny feeling you wouldn't he, he was also um He's pointing again. I'm sorry. I, I'm pointing at the ceiling. I'm pointing at God. Um, really? Sure. <laughs> Still doesn't enforce an existence. No, I know. <laughs> uh, um, uh, it, uh, I'm surprised. I Grey's that. Anatomy. He was also in uh, um, Outbreak with... Um, Dustin Hoffman? Dustin Hoffman. He played the kid who brought the monkey into the country who, call, who caused outbreak. Ah, the monkey smuggler. Yeah, the monkey smuggler. smuggler. <laughs> um, anyway, he's in a movie with a pretty girl who's dead now. Why I know this, I don't know. Pretty um, girl who's dead now. Where he's in high school, and he uh, he's a geek, and she's a popular girl, and somehow he winds up paying her to be her boyfriend for her girlfriend for a little while. Ah, uh, yeah. Anyway, halfway through the film, they do this horrible dance because he has never danced before and he winds up watching public television and thinking that's how the kids are dancing. Hootie King of the Whole of the World was a lot like the dance in Camp On Me Love with Dr. McDreamy, Patrick Swayze. That was a really long roundabout way to get to what I was saying. And I know. I, I lost a lot of listeners. People are just hitting click. Like, what the hell are you talking about? It's, so it's what I do here. Um, question number six to you. When was the last time you judged someone who you didn't know? Oh... Daily, <laughs> you, but I can tell you a really good story about you the just best time I had. You judging. just admitted to being human is what you just did. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was, I got jury duty. Oh, that's the worst. And for like two years in a row, I always got jury duty on the last day of my vacation. Uh huh. Oh, that's terrible. Could you always take that Monday off before yeah, yeah. you go back to work? Yeah, yeah. 
And two years in a row, I got jury duty on those that, that Monday. And so I'm in the jury pool and I go up and I go walking into the courtroom and I see at one table, I see a white man and a white woman. And the other Innocent. table, I see a black man and a white guy. Guilty. I said, well, maybe oh, I don't I'm thinking know. Like, yeah, I'm not, oh, I wonder not, what the black guy did. Now I'm confused because of society. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh crap, Eddie, that's that is the worst thing to be thinking. I you know, chastise myself. That's sure. Well, he was the defendant. <laughs> and they were questioning us what we did for a living. Uh, if there's no way we can get out of this or whatever. And then he says, like, does anybody have anything they want to add? And I'm like, well, I, I just I'm, did this. I'm putting my hand up. Did you just say, I just did this? And I said, yeah. I said, honestly, when I walked in, I said to, to apologize. I want to apologize to, to that gentleman. Good for you. You, the gentleman. you owned it. You manned up and said, I'm. And the I'm... little old black lady sitting next to me. Yeah. And I just said, look, I came in and I thought this. And I'm the worst. Yeah, good for you. And it made me. It'd make me a better, I think, a better juror because oh. I'd be more apt to listen. Yeah, good and the you. judges like look at me like, "What the hell?" You're the only honest person in the courtroom. Yeah. And so I sit down, and the little black lady next to me goes, "Child, <laughs> oh lordy." <laughs> did you get out of? Did you get out of jury? Uh, they settled. They oh. we they 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 put us back in the hallway. Yeah, we were out there for like an hour. That's funny. And then things settled. They settled. That, that well, good for you. That, that's I, th- I, I think I, I don't know if I would have the balls to do that. And, and um, I, I think everybody makes that assumption, and, and not a lot of people will admit that sometimes you judge a book by its cover. And I, tr- I honestly, I try not to. Here's what I like: I like when I get it wrong, mm-hmm. when I, I see somebody, I go, "That guy's a dick," and then I, I like, "No, I guess that guy's okay," or you know, that girl's, you know. It, yeah, you know, I love when my perception of somebody, my immediate perception, is wrong, and I, I'm, I enjoy that immensely. Uh, question number seven, we're almost done. We have two more questions and one's a throwaway. Oh. So this is really the last one. If you woke up tomorrow with a habit gone, you, one habit you don't like, what would it be? Biting my nails. Really, you're a nail. I am a nail. I'm a very nervous person. Yeah. Really? I yeah. Got that out of you. Well, I, I, I shouldn't say nervous. I should say. I have to be doing something. Yeah, you're you're fidgety. Fidgety, and yeah. if I'm driving a long distance, uh-huh. my nails. You bite your cuticle like this. I just this, rip this, the this hole. is great podcasting right here. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's I, I I pretty much massacre them. Uh, okay. Sometimes even will bite them to the point where they hurt. Oh wow, that's it's that's like bleeding kind of thing. Uh huh. Yeah, I dated a girl who used to do the same thing, and she came back from Europe, and uh, like it was bloody, and I'm like, geez, you're a freak. Yeah, I'm a freak. That's that's one thing I can do without. But yeah, I tried to stop here and there, but it's I just see. part of the magic that is Eddie. All right, hold on. There's one more question, and uh, I'm assuming you enjoyed yourself. Is this okay? Is this, this is fun. fun. Okay, good. Even with yeah. headphones. Yeah. Uh, do you know somebody who I don't know who would do well sitting in that chair and probably sit there? Oh. You know, I think anybody could sit in this chair and have a good time. Well, that's a way out. Damn it, I was hoping to get somebody's name. Um, no, no, not a way out. Yeah. Um, there's a couple people I, I would I would talk to about it. Uh, I don't want to say anybody's name. Yeah, yeah, that's thing, okay. But... If you could send them an email or send them a message, I would love that. Because what I'm trying to do is, I mean, I'm, I'm, eventually I'm going to run out of people I know. And I, I, I assume you know people that I would probably get along with or at least have some common bond with. Well, I try not to know too many assholes. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. Come on. You're no <laughs> yeah. asshole. Oh, you, you like me because my wife is cool. You Come silly on. monkey. I, I've, got, I've got nice <laughs> dogs. Uh, uh, 
So that's it. Uh, thank you coming in for coming in. Oh, and uh, okay. um, Eddie's band, the Bell Towers, are playing on. Yeah, wait, give me a second. Fuck everything. Uh, playing on the thirtieth, right? The thirtieth of in, January. In, of January in New Smyrna, which is awesome. Even if you go out there and, and have have a meal, there's some nice restaurants out there, and it's near the beach, and you go see Eddie's band play, and you you shake a tail feather, mm-hmm. and because it's danceable, it's, it's good. You get a little, but yeah, you got to remember the songs are short, so choose your partner quickly. There you go, and uh, but it, it, it's it's you like it, it's good. Go out there and at the Umbar. Yeah, we'll have a. CDs if you like the band, and if you don't like the band, we'll have t-shirts. Sure. Give t-shirts, good. Uh, (laughs) If you like the music, we have CDs. Yeah. If you don't like the music, we have t-shirts. I'm going to put links to all this stuff up in uh, the notes, so check them out, because Eddie's Eddie's cool, and the band's cool, and you're going to like it. I want to remind you that, uh, uh, oh, oh, one more thing, Uh, my music, I got great music. You should listen to this podcast. If you get a chance. Okay, listen. I'm nodding my head, by the way. Yeah, I know. You should listen to it because I've got great music at the front and, and back of it uh, by a talented guy named CJ Mask. And uh, CJ plays all around town. Uh, go listen, go see CJ if he's playing, if you see his name. Or he plays with Mike Dunn. Uh, he plays with Richard Churphy. Um, anything that CJ is involved with is going to be quality. He also records bands. And uh, if you need your band recorded, uh, hit me up because I'll get you in touch with CJ. He's awesome. I uh, want to remind you that this comp- this uh, episode is brought to you by Bam FM Vintage. They are offering a 15% discount online if you use the discount code SCOTCH at checkout. I think I might not have mentioned that because of the mandolin, uh, the uh, ukulele music. But uh, yeah, at checkout, if uh, you're online, uh, just put in SCOTCH, you get 15% off, and that's awesome. And uh, they're also in Cloak and Dapper down in uh, Lake Ivanhoe next to Tim's Blind Mart. And the address is 1219 North Orange Avenue, Orlando, Hello. Florida. <laughs> That's fun to say, right? Say it with me. Orlando. 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 Uh, 32804. If you go on there, uh, please mention that you heard about them on Scotch and Goo Conversation because that would make me happy and maybe they'll buy advertising from me. I'm going to spell out Bama Pama Vintage. It's uh, B-A-M-A-P-A-N-A Vintage. You Google it and you'll probably find something. It might be. Uh, if you enjoy this podcast, uh, I'd really love it if you subscribe and, and uh, leave a review because that would help us out a lot. And uh, uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. If you don't like it, don't listen. Don't tell anybody because that, that doesn't help us at all. Uh, you can go and uh, leave us a, um, a message, an email or anything at scotchandgoodconversation uh, at gmail.com. You can leave us, a, people are tuning out at this point. You can leave us a, uh, a message at 407-965-5557. That would be awesome. Eddie, thank you so much. I love you, man. Oh, thank you, baby. It's, it's, so, it's so nice having you sit there and sharing some shit with us. Uh, thank you very much for coming in. I love you guys. Take care. Peace. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.